Season workouts are here. No D-hop, but your boys are here. Welcome into the PHNX Cardinals podcast, your premier Arizona Cardinal podcast. Like and subscribe. Leave us a five-star wherever you get your programming. I'm Johnny Venerable, joined as always on this fine Tuesday. Bo Brock live at the PHNX headquarters in downtown Phoenix. It's good to be back with the Cards crew. What's left of it anyway? Absolutely. Uh, hearing from Jonathan Gannon today, excited to kind of hit the ground run and get to know his players a little bit in uh, with the new strength and uh, strength training coaches that they added to this offseason as they kind of repaired that thing. And then, yeah, as you mentioned, no DeAndre Hopkins. That was something we saw earlier this morning. DeAndre Hopkins posting on his Instagram on his stories. He's out there throwing out weight and He's in a different state. He's in Texas. He's in Houston. And then you got the Arizona Cardinals out here in Tempe. But look, this is not something that people should panic about. Um, you know, Jonathan Gannon was asked about DeAndre Hopkins and his attendance or lack thereof. And he says, you know, that there might be a time where he comes in here and we'll get him up to speed. But at, at the moment, he wasn't part of the group today. Kyler Murray was there. Um, but, you know, it continues this conversation about DeAndre Hopkins to where you don't know what his future is with this organization. It, it felt going into the offseason like it was inevitable that they were going to move on, and the market seems to have stalled out, and they're at a stalemate, and now we're trying to figure out and pick up the pieces. What's next for Nuke? What's next for Nuke? Perfect timing to welcome in our special guest for today, a pro football focus, cap insider, NFL insider extraordinaire, Brad Spielberger, good friend of the program. Brad, how we doing, my guy? I'm doing great. How you guys doing? We're doing great, man. So Sunday, we get a little Easter uh, egg here about what the DeAndre Hopkins trade market could be after Odell Beckham Jr. signs the deal, one-year contract with the Baltimore Ravens. We're starting to get some more info, info on that. It's got some void years on it, so it's not like the $15 million for one season with OBJ. What does this truly mean for the Arizona Cardinals and the DeAndre Hopkins trade market? Yeah, I think after every single free agent move, after the Brandon Cooks trade, all arguably worked against the Arizona Cardinals um, yeah. and against DeAndre Hopkins, this is fortunately a good data point working in their favor. Look, Odell Beckham Jr. hasn't played since 2021 and also, frankly, hasn't been you know that guy in, in a couple years now. So Hopkins, yes, had the injuries, had the suspension, but when he does play, is still one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. Top 10 for us in PFF grade the last three seasons, so not just looking you know way back down the road still top 15 in yards per route run which is a phenomenal you know efficiency metric at the receiver position he's still a true x alpha number one wide receiver so i think what it does is it says maybe more so for hopkins than for the team you know if, if teams were saying hey look we don't want to pay you 19 and a half million dollars on the first year of your deal he says if Odell Beckham Jr. can get $15 million fully guaranteed dollars, why can't I get 19 and a half? Or maybe, you know, we'll, 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 we'll fully guarantee 15, um, but, but I'll chop it down. Like, I, I think it does help him out a bit. Brad, we were at the combine together, and we were speculating a likely two for DeAndre Hopkins. What the hell is wrong with these teams? I mean, <laughs> you're in New York Giants in your backyard. You know, went and got Darren Waller. Nice addition. But then they're like, we're good. We got all the weapons we need for Danny Dimes. These teams with New England's receiving core, Kansas City are walking around like, we're fine. We don't need an all-pro future Hall of Fame wide receiver. And then you've got, you know, with all due respect, people like Albert Breer who are saying, Cardinals, are. we're just waiting for the Cardinals to cut D-Hop so then we can go sign him. That's what NFL teams are leaking to Albert Breer. 
I mean, it's a, what is this a little disrespect coming to Monty Austin Ford and Company? Cardinals have to get something in return for D Hop, right? Yeah, I think unfortunately, sometimes with these deals, you can look at value, you can look at past trades, you can look at the market, all these things. But at the end of the day, leverage can drive the entire conversation. I mean, obviously, we're seeing right now with Green Bay and New York, that is a two-team market. I know there's all this speculation, all these things swirling around. He's not going anywhere else. He's going to be a New York Jet. And, and the package is going to be underwhelming. If you compare it even to you know Russell Wilson last offseason, and then the, the Packers maybe getting zero first-round picks for the back-to-back MVP in 2020-21. And I get, you know, he's making $60 million next year. He could retire after one season. So what it says to me is two things. So first is that, yeah, the teams are thinking there is no reason for the Arizona Cardinals to pay this man $20 million or so to play for a team that realistically could, you know, have a top five pick next year. It just doesn't doesn't make any sense for them. So either they're going to dramatically reduce this price or we're not going to enter the market. Or it says, secondly, they're getting an indication, hey, we actually would trade a decent amount, but we're not willing to give DeAndre Hopkins a new contract or new money. And he has made that clear to other teams. I know he said kind of different things, mixed messages you know that he's not asking for new money or whatever i know one podcast he said i know my worth i know i know so that is the other inkling is maybe you know at least like a jalen ramsey where he got no new money but he got about 30 million dollars in, in newly guaranteed money um off the time i had maybe 20 million but nevertheless like it's one of those things i think at play here or both yeah, I mean, it's interesting. What like what are the true implications? What are the the solutions to a team that would potentially add a guy like Dehap? We've gone over it. Obviously, you've got some resources you can look at. You know what it would look like pre June first, post June first. But you know what are the true salary cap restrictions or implications that a team would take on? And what are the solutions that the Arizona Cardinals could potentially offer to maybe soften a blow and get a bigger package in return? Yeah, so, so that's the big thing too, right? At this point, the amount of teams that even have $19.5 million in cap space right now, it's about a, a third of the entire NFL, right? I mean, eight, eight or so teams. So you would have to work with it to a degree. The, more, the most popular thing a CO team do, which the Houston Texans did do with Brandon Cooks, is you convert some money into a signing bonus because that money will stay with the original team. So the Houston Texans took $6 million of Brandon Cooks, $18 million owed this year, converted into a bonus, and kept that on their cap and from a cash standpoint. Arizona, I guess, do the same thing. Say, okay, you know what? We will go ahead, convert 6 or $7 million of his 2023 salary into a bonus, keep it on our books. But... And look, we've seen a ton. Like last offseason, or last during the season, Robert Quinn, the Bears did that. Roquan Smith, the Bears did that. Von Miller famously going to the Los Angeles Rams. The Denver Broncos did that. And you do, you buy yourself better draft capital. The flip side is, you know, the Cardinals could also say, why do we want to pay more money to do this? We kind of don't want to spend any more cash. We have all the other issues going on with the team and, and, and various other ways. Like this maybe is the last thing we want to be doing right now. But if you can buy better draft capital, which I I think they should be interested in doing it's yeah. probably worth looking into yeah brad that's been our arguments like explain this to me like i'm five years old wouldn't you, if you're the <laughs> arizona cardinals and you have almost 30 million dollars in cap space and you're rebuilding this year like go out and buy a second or a third round pick it would make sense but very few of what they've done this offseason at least from an ownership standpoint has made sense let me put you on the spot right now um we have had to kind of realistically you know hedge our expectations as to what d hop gets if I had to ask you right now, which I will, two weeks out from the NFL draft, 
What does D-Hop go for? You said a second when we were hanging at the Combine. Is that revised now? Yeah, it is. You know, I do think the data point you mentioned earlier with Darren Waller going for pick 100, you know, maybe hopefully the the Cardinals cling to that and say, okay, we're at least getting a third round pick and maybe not a compensatory third at 100. But, you know, that was a third round pick. So we want at least a third round pick, maybe more added on as well. Um, and, and then it does come into, okay, well, if we convert seven, eight million dollars, can we then buy our way back into a second? Or maybe it requires this conversion we're talking about to get an earlier third or a mid third from a certain team so you know at this point though it, it, it's tough like Breer putting that out there certainly doesn't help uh you no, know Albert it doesn't. <laughs> yeah and, and but I do think you know to a degree I guess the Cardinals could also say hey you know what we'll call the call your bluff then we'll just keep him on the roster all the way until you know August 30th or whatever and none of you are going to add a primo number one wide receiver you don't get training camp you don't get chemistry with your quarterback you know yeah. there, there are no rush to kind of to make this happen right now as we look at it now, what what teams make sense for a guy like D Hop? As as OBJ makes his way to Baltimore, you you had the Chiefs kind of in the conversation. We had the Giants earlier this offseason, New England with those eleven draft picks. You know, according to Breer, they they wouldn't give any draft compensation to a guy like DeAndre Hopkins. Who do you identify still as maybe some players that could reemerge this offseason for D Hop? Yeah, so, you know, the Chiefs were loosely in the market for, for Odell Beckham Jr. I don't think they made a particularly strong or, or very serious offer, but they had a couple conversations, so they are still looking to add receiver talent to a degree. Um, are they willing to part with, you know, top-end capital and pay this money? I, no, I really do not mm-hmm. think they are. Um, but, again, if we get into the conversation of, you know, smoothing the finance finances a little bit, they do actually have a lot of ammo in this draft this year. Um, you know, they, honestly, they have like 10 or 11 picks right now. So, you know, they could maybe get get back in the conversation i don't think the giants are entirely out of it i know they just traded for darren waller but they have no big body outside x receiver they have like six slot receivers and darren waller so you know <laughs> I, I think maybe if you still want to kind of go in spend it on this roster right now maybe they are still in the fold teams that i i know some of you ask but teams that i don't actually think are super serious about it i'm not really sure why the buffalo bills have been floated i know they've talked to a handful of recent signings uh, not a little beckham jr but I, I believe they had a couple conversations with dj chark and other players of that nature maybe again they're interested at the right price point but they just can't afford from a cash or cap standpoint you know 19 uh, million dollars so you know I, I think it's tough though i mean dallas being out of the market i think was the biggest potential player there um you know is, they, they needed that skill set and i think that was a big loss in the market yeah, we talk about, we know this, Brad, Cardinals like this draft class, they don't love it. And so I think it makes sense then, if you want to hold out post-draft and try to get picks into 2024, that doesn't hurt the Cardinals' rebuild. It, it brings me into my next topic of conversation, which is the third overall pick. And we were talking at the Combine about, you know, Will Anderson, is he a generational prospect that you take at pick three, even though there are offers to be had, to be made, with quarterback-needy teams coming up, And you fast forward almost two months later, and what has come to fruition is the Cardinals desperately want to trade down. What do you see as a likely package for a team, whether it's Indianapolis, the Vegas Raiders, maybe the Tennessee Titans, to come up with the Arizona Cardinals, who, by and large, that's Schefter tweet. I mean, they're open for business. They don't want to stick and pick at pick three, right? 
Yeah, no, when you when you put it out there that you've already talked to six teams, you know, I think some people read that as oh, they're they're not getting strong offers. I mean, look, the Bears also made it clear that they were trying to trade down right. and then I think got a phenomenal trade package. So it's really more just about getting all the bidders to bid against each other. You know, if you're if you're trading all the way down to Tennessee at eleven, I can tell you they've had conversations with Tennessee. I don't know if it ultimately comes to fruition, but I mean eleven to three, you're gonna get future first round picks in that trade. I think at seven with Las Vegas, maybe the most realistic trade partner i think you probably get one first round pick in the future um but you're not getting you know a crazy package at that point like a tennessee but really what it comes down to is okay if you're at three let's say hypothetically it goes quarterback quarterback which i'm not sure if i believe anymore but let's just say that's the case um and it's anthony richardson at three do you have four five six seven eleven and then whatever this you know six team is out there are they all seriously interested and i think they could be right the colts seahawks lions uh and then i mentioned the raiders and the titans so if all of those teams are are, are trying to vie for the services of this pick then you get a bidding war and then it, the, the price drives up if it is the flip side you know maybe you just settle if you trade one spot with indianapolis it would look like the mitchell trubisky trade uh which was i want to say two-thirds it was essentially the main haul they, they they got back not bad those picks turned into fred warner and alvin kamara um <laughs> which and it was kind of hindsight analysis but nevertheless <laughs> um you know it, it really depends kind of how far you take that go. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic insight here. You've got the latest at uh, PFF.com from Brad, NFL general manager, superlatives. I know you don't have much to work with here with Monty Austin for He's cleaning up the mess left by Steve Kime, and he's kind of uh, gearing towards the 2024 offseason. But what can you tell Cardinals fans, you know, what this team is doing this offseason for the 2024 offseason with these one- and two-year deals, not a whole lot of guaranteed money? What should they expect maybe come – post the 2023 season in the off season. Yeah, I think the patience is smart. I know it's never fun, and, and you know, team wants to, fans want their team to compete every single year, but realistically, the fastest path forward to contending is not really trying, again, not tanking, but but not spending a ton and trying to go all out this offseason. So I like it. I think it was smart to have an offseason of contraction. Even the guys internally, Zach Allen's a fine player. Would I pay him $15.75 million per year? No. Um, so I don't mind that move. Um, so yeah, I think he's showing patience. Uh, which is smart, and I think you do want to see aggression. You know, maybe maybe moving a DeAndre Hopkins to the deadline, or, or making some moves like later on as as this tenure goes on, um, next offseason as well. Um, but I, I think he's been smart, and the trade down piece as well. I get that Will Anderson's a phenomenal prospect, Jalen Carter, you know, yada yada yada. But I also think the smartest path forward is just get as many picks as possible. Like you said, maybe 2024 picks have more value in a better draft class. I think that's also sharp and a good sign so far. So I want to go back to what you said about Houston potentially in relation to not picking a quarterback. What are you hearing with regard to that? And does that hurt or help the Cardinals situation at three? Should the unthinkable happen? And Houston's like, now nah, we're good. We're just going to take a position player. Yeah, so, you know, look, it's obviously lying season and smokescreen season, all those things. But um, I was someone who who thought and still want to believe that C.J. Stroud goes first and Bryce Young goes second. Um, but I, I, I have now had a couple conversations. You know, I saw, I see the steam. I see all the reports. I, I'm not going to say I ignore them, but, but I like to gather information myself. Um, and I finally have had a couple conversations now that the people that do think it is going to be Bryce Young first overall and that the Houston Texans are not interested in taking C.J. Stroud or Anthony Richardson or Will Levis wow. or any of those guys. So um, 
I think Houston in that scenario either just takes Will Anderson second overall or they try to trade, and that would probably you know hurt Arizona more so, is if Houston says, you know what, you got to jump ahead of, of Arizona as well. you got to jump ahead of Indianapolis. They're obviously in the same division as Indianapolis. So you know, say, hey, you got to trade with us now. We're, we're now the team uh, trying to make this trade. Um, you know that, that would hurt the most, and I think they'll explore it. Um, but I would guess they might just take Will Anderson at that point, maybe consider if a guy falls to 12 or just get ready for the, you know, the Caleb Williams, Drake may sweepstakes in 2024. Wow. How are we feeling about Caleb Williams stock now that, uh, Cliff Kingsbury is going to get his hands on him. I mean, Hey, he'll, <laughs> he, he had Patrick Mahomes go 10th overall somehow. So right. I, I don't think it's the no, greatest sign, right. uh, but you know, all, all jokes aside, I think, uh, you know, you and I could be the QB coach with Lincoln Riley and Caleb Williams. <laughs> and I think he'd still go first overall. <laughs> it's interesting. This team right now, we were infatuated with Will Anderson. We've kind of moved on from, from Jalen Carter, given everything off the field. It feels pretty safe to say Cardinals took him off. They're bored, but if they do trade down that sweet spot, let's say seven to eleven, what are some fits that you like for this team? I and mean, we know they like Christian Gonzalez, but like, is there an offensive lineman that you think makes a lot of sense value wise, or a secondary edge rusher now that Will Anderson's off the board? Yeah, in that range, I do think you're you're hoping that one of uh, Christian Gonzalez or Devin Witherspoon is there, and I think you take either one. I'm a Gonzalez guy. I get why people love Witherspoon, um, but I think if you're if you're betting on ceiling, betting on traits, all those things, and he still was a good college player, um, yeah. I, I lean Christian Gonzalez. And then for offensive line. I think Peter Skaronsky might be the only guy to go top 10. Uh, I, I think it's, you know, the tackle class is not viewed particularly well. I know some people say he must be a guard. I think even if you start him out at guard, you maybe see if he can play right tackle in a couple years. So I would actually love that for Arizona. Plug and play, immediate day one starter at left guard this year. Um, right, because um, Hernandez is right guard. Either Whatever mm-hmm. whatever spot is open. They have no non-starters then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I know that, that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in a battle with Dennis Daly and Kim. No, so you start him at guard, uh, and then you kick him over to right tackle when Calvin Beecham, you know, calls it a career. I think that's a phenomenal, you know, multi-year plan. Um, so like, that would make a lot of sense. And then, of course, you know, I think Tyree Wilson maybe is still there. And, heck, if Carter is there at seven, I think you could talk yourself into, okay, it was rich at three. It is a bit risky because we're basically – we don't really have a culture and a foundation and veterans in place. So I think it is different to drop Car- Jalen Carter on the Cardinals – versus you know you go to the eagles and fletcher cox and brandon graham are like hey buddy this is how we do things around here it is different um but but i think you could talk yourself into hey we might get the best prospect in the entire class at seven after getting a bunch of extra capital does unbelievable work over a pro football focus you have to check it out for yourself pff.com of course you got some draft day trades you wanted to see that you you released a week ago you had the as, as far as 200 deep free free agents uh you got to ch- check it out brad spielberger of course pff underscore brad for all the tremendous insight this is the first time we've had you on when we've been back in az it was awesome to catch up with you indy got to do it again soon brad thanks absolutely brad. thanks for having me on there he goes, Brad Spielberger. I mean, biggest thing there. I mean, obviously, we, a lot of questions we threw his way about DeAndre Hopkins. You feel any better about it now no, than you did before? No. You feel worse? Do you want to well, maybe? I, I, listen, I feel bad that potentially Houston could opt to be open for business and steal our precious picks. In that scenario, you have to take Will Anderson Jr. God, could you imagine, though? Some, But that to me, it still doesn't preclude you from trading with somebody else that wants Anthony Richardson. 
like it's, if somebody look, wants CJ Stroud, the, the teams that are there are a lot of teams, and we've heard so far. It's you would think that the six teams that have inquired about the third overall pick are just doing the math, and they're yeah. thinking it's Richardson, right? Yeah. Because all draft season long, unless there's been, you know, it, it's the smokescreen that only, you know, we're privy to and the NFL insiders know better, you know, it's it's going to go Stroud Young. There are teams that would give up a, a lot for Bryce Young. They just w- don't believe that he's available, right? So if, right. if the opportunity presented itself, I think the Arizona Cardinals would still be in a very solid position, even if Houston, uh, you know, a stick and pick, but a non-quarterback or trade it out. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I do think that should that even happen, the Cardinals are going to find a deal to be made with somebody else. I think we talked about it maybe yesterday or earlier this week, last week maybe. The Cardinals view Will Anderson and Christian Gonzalez and Devin Witherspoon and all these players in the same category. So if they can move back one to two spots and get a couple extra picks and still take one of those guys, that's a win for them. And you can instill the sense of urgency knowing that even if somebody comes up to two, Indianapolis is still behind you. And and there's a team that wants to jump Indy, presumably. You just got to assume that. Or you have to instill fear with German Ursa and company. So great stuff from Brad. We're going to talk about the Cardinals. And, Bo Brock, you got some great stuff today back for offseason workouts. But first, we got to tell you about our friends at BetMGM Sportsbook. We have teamed up with BetMGM, the Great Lion State Farm Stadium. Listen, Cardinals, they've won one home game there in the past, (laughs) what, 17 months? But we're one for one this offseason with our friends at BetMGM. And coming next fall, I'm going to tell you right now, every single game day, every single Sunday, myself, Bull Brock, we're going to be there hanging out for Arizona Cardinal football. Watch-alongs, drink specials, parties all season long. If you don't want to pay for for new season tickets, come hang with us instead for free with our friends at BetMGM. And I'm going to do you one better. If you haven't signed up yet for the BetMGM Sportsbook app, use bonus code PHNX. You're going to get up to 200 in bonus bets on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. You download the BetMGM app, sign it up with that bonus code PHNX, place a pregame money line wager in the amount of at least 10 bones on any market at standard odds price, you're going to receive 200 in bonus bets instantly, regardless of the outcome of your wager. You could lose money line, spread, whatever. Just make sure use that bonus code PHNX. And I tease this fall. How about I do you one better? Join us at BetMGM Sportsbook at State Farm Stadium for all Suns away playoff games. Suns are poised for a championship run. Do it with our friends at BetMGM Sportsbook and PHNX Suns. Watch parties. They're presented by Nutriol. It's going to feature food and drink specials, giveaways, pick up some fresh gear on the cheap for free. BetMGM deposit matches, whatever you want. Join us. Do so at BetMGM Sportsbook. And now you get to listen to my good friend Shane Diefenbach talk about it in the disclaimer. Disclaimer, 21 plus to wager. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. Hear about all those great events we're going to be doing come the fall in the 2023 NFL season, Cardinals game day with PHNX at BetMGM. But before then, we got a great event going down at Four Peaks. How about two weeks from Thursday? It's going to be our NFL first round draft party. 
PHNX Cardinals, PHNX Sports, and Four Peaks. We're hanging out together with you, celebrating the NFL draft. Are the Cardinals picking third? Are they picking seventh? Are they picking 11th? Are they picking somewhere else? Uh, we don't know at this point, uh, but we're going to find out together, and it's going to be unbelievable because we're going to be cheersing to the Cardinals ushering in a new era with a big-time playmaker, whoever it may be. We're going to be uh, clanking some glasses, maybe some kilt lifters, some hop knot IPA. How about the Joy Bus Wow, the number one wheat in the state of Arizona? You got the Hazy, one of Johnny's favorites. You got the Sun Brew, which is an OG. Or you got the Peach. You want something a little bit fruity? You can get your Peach Ale going on at 4 peaks there's something for everyone you want something smoother maybe a little celebratory uh bourbon barrel beer go get one of those that's what they have they have the whole selection out there it's crazy four peaks is celebrating 25 years that they've been woven within the fabric of the great state of arizona just like phnx sports four peaks is here and part of the sports world here in az it's crazy four peaks and the d-backs have been around the same amount of years that was a big year for the state 25 years they it gave birth to D-backs baseball in Four Peaks. Not to make it gross by saying it gave birth to, but it's fine. 25 years and cheers to our draft party. Get your spot. Did I mention it's free? Free. Free 99. Reserve your spot. We already have close to 50 people set to come see this draft party uh, as of right now. Get your spot. Reserve it because they're going fast. Four Peaks. PH and exports got to be 21 years or older to enjoy the beer, but not a, you don't have to be that old to just enjoy the vibes and the great food. Starts at 2 p.m. You can find the RSVP list. Sign up for free at either Apple Brock at Johnny Venerable at PHNX underscore Cardinals on Twitter. You want to go, you can uh, get in. I'm, yeah, I don't mean to scare anybody off, but yeah, yeah. we want you to come and party with us. Uh, and then we can find somebody to drive me home that night uh, from from Tempe <laughs> nobody, to Maricopa. Nobody's, nobody's not even an Uber is going to pick you up and take you to Maricopa. I might just be sleeping in the streets of Tempe, baby, uh, rolling it right into day two of our coverage for the draft. Uh, my, I have to tell my wife, I, I guess I'll see you Saturday, honey. I, I'm never I'm never getting home and I love it and I can't wait to party with all of you. Uh, Bo, you got to kind of party with Jonathan Gannon and company this morning. Cardinals kicked off their off-season workouts, and um, no DeAndre Hopkins. We've covered that. But Kyler Murray was puttering around behind the scenes, working out. What else can you tell us, your your main bullet points from really the start of the JG on the field era for the Redbirds? Yeah, I mean, we, we got Kyler, the same insight from JG or uh, Coach John G, as Zayvon Collins likes to call him. Is that a new is that a new nickname no, for him? That's what Zayvon was saying. It's JG. Zayvon always ruins everything. He, he didn't know what Culver's or Cold Stone Creamery was. Right. Now he's calling him John G. Coach no, John JG. G. Coach John G from David <laughs> Collins, but yeah, no D hop. He's in Houston. He'll be welcome back. According to JG, whenever he feels like he wants to show up, Kyler was there, but still no timetable. But then we get a timetable from Zach Ertz. The man himself said, okay, you're targeting week one. He says that would put him 10 months out from his surgery. Uh, he would have to see some time in training camp to make that a reality. So Zach Ertz, you know, a couple weeks ahead of Kyler Murray, just by when their injuries happened during the season, but Ertz aiming to open up the season on the Arizona Cardinals roster. I want to get in your thoughts on that after I kind of go through a couple of these bullet points and what it does for the Cardinals offense, potentially adding Ertz back. But you got a couple different scenarios, according to Gannon, that Monty Awesomefort every day talks to him. He joked about it. He's like, Monty's talking about this all the time. All he wants to do is roll scenarios out about the third overall pick. So Mm. they're prepared 
for you know a couple different scenarios on what direction they're going to go and you know you've got to think one sticking and picking and then several scenarios as far as trading down trading down out of the top five trading down in the top 10 trading down outside the top 10 so you got several scenarios that this front office is discussing uh and, and it has to get you excited that they're, they're willing to do what's best for this organization and then you know the the ugly awful allegations surrounding this organization um you know gannon's asked about it and you know you kind of feel for a guy like gannon who wasn't around for when all these things and all these accusations uh allegedly happened and he has to be the one answering questions about it but he's focused on his team and you know they're trying to you know separate themselves from the noise and focus on the job that they have to do and uh, it seems like he's he's hyper focused on that and it's you, you know you have to hear a guy like gannon have to answer for you know allegations that were levied against not him and not his guys. So I'm gonna I'm gonna call out our guy Jose in the chat. We love you, my guy. But he's saying, first of all, Zayvon ruins everything. At, okay, Johnny, it was tongue in cheek. Yeah, uh, and I, I think Zayvon wants to be cool. I'm not sure if he's if he's there yet. Um, but then he also says Bo asking softball questions. I guess Chris Long isn't so bad after all. Wow, tough critic. What did you what did you want Bo Brock to ask and the and the media locally to ask? They asked about the NFL PA grades. We're going to talk about that. And, and like Gannon is a innocent bystander for all this. Like if that's Michael Bidwell up there, then you just let it rip. And I think kind of the unfortunate part is like Michael Bidwell hasn't made himself available, so he's kind of throwing his coach and his GM to the wolves a little bit. I'm sure Gannon. If if you guys knew, they're so disconnected with what Michael Bidwell does on a day in day out. Like Monty Austin Ford and Gannon now control the football operations. Like, they call everything. So, like, everything since, like, mid-February, when these guys got hired, they're running the show. They can't speak on the shit show that was this team for the mm -hmm. past 18 months. And I don't think it's fair that we ask them those kind of questions. What, like, what are you going to do? What are you going to say? And so many in the fan base, we just want to move on. Oh, my God, they're always in the tablets. They're the TMZ, the NFL. I, I think... If Michael Bidwell gets up there, you let it rip. Or should Bo and I ever get the opportunity to talk to Steve Kime or somebody like that? Like Jonathan Gannon was with the Philadelphia Eagles two months ago. Monty Osafor right. was with Tennessee two months ago. Like the, it's it's weird to say, but these guys, first of all, they have no resume with this team, and they're about to build their first resume with this team. And I think that's what's exciting is like we haven't really seen their plan come to fruition or at least start to come to fruition yet. They've signed some backups, some special teamers. But this is the chance, like, and right. Bo, you got you guys talked about it. You asked, like, do you like Will Anderson? What's going on right. with Jalen Carter? And I, I think the non-committal stance by Gannon is expected. But at the same time, I also think that, you know, this team they're not going to fall in love with any singular prospect because they right. understand. They look at this roster. They got they got their fingerprints all over this roster. They got their eyeballs on this roster today in person. I think that only kind of accelerates their need. Like we need bodies. We need, right. we need bodies of clay that are cheap, that we can mold. And this is not Kim Dietschy, You're rolling the dice because you think it's a Super Bowl roster. Let's bring him in in 2016. Think of the opposite of that where you need everything. And that's how they should operate. Yeah. You look at this roster. It's one of the thinnest in the NFL. I think it would be unfair to to make a guy like Jonathan Gannon, Monty Austinfort have to pay for the sins of their predecessors. Like right. why why did why do they have to come? They're they're cleaning up the mess and they're they're making even what's perceived 
as as bad moves, even though people requested a full reset and then they start cleaning house and, and they have to let go of a lot of people that were in the within those walls when things yeah. weren't going well, things were going horribly actually. And it, it's I, it's refreshing to see them put their fresh eyes on this organization that is just kind of it's it's floundered for so for far too long like there just hasn't been any direction it's been rudderless and you know it's it's nice that they actually have what appear to be some very bright football minds coming in here and getting their and really getting their hands dirty and cleaning this thing up yeah that that's positive to me now you know people can sit there and you want to get in the mud about what, what what went on before sure but i'm more interested in what this this new regime is doing going forward and i think that yeah. that's what john jonathan gannon monty osfort and crew are, are hyper focused on yeah i just i'm not gonna dog on the new people who don't have an imprint on this roster yet like i'm not gonna be critical of what they've done or haven't done thus far i mean this this podcast was adamant you got to move on from cliff kingsbury and steve kime in december and thankfully they did do that and then they went through their vetting process they're bringing in new staff new administrators new scouts new strength and conditioning, you know, coordinators and operators, right? New new head trainer. I mean, they've gutted the football ops. And and so we're two and a half weeks now from them being able to execute their vision with players. Um, and speaking of players, Bo Brock, there were some names that were absent. Was Isaiah Simmons at off-season workouts today? Are you, are you familiar with uh, the with soon-to-be fourth-year star linebacker uh, at practice today. We we did not get it. That oh. question was not asked. That okay. question was not answered. We don't have that. I do like Arizona Animal. <laughs> what he wants from my future. He wants me to ask questions so hard. I'm escorted out by security. Yeah, let's do it. And then I, I see in the chat, was it Derek John wants us to be Philly media? I don't want to be Philly media. I, I think Philly media is like, They're what do we... To, to just kind of crush coaches and stuff and just, you know, ask questions just to get you know, hard questions to get probably coaches dodging answers. I want to ask questions that I'm going to get an answer for because I want to know more insight about what's going on with this organization. I don't want to ask a question that they're going to say, I can't comment on that. I really don't. This has gone off the rails. It makes me sad. I, you guys think there were there's softball questions being asked by your boy here that no, I, I don't I, care. Yeah, it's what well, was Simmons there? We don't know, Trinell, but we're going to find out yeah. because he uh, has. A I, I, I agree. I think that that's a drop ball. I think that 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 there was a ton of questions that were asked today, and that's unfortunate. You know that, and the uh, people are going to be probably upset that the uniform question wasn't. Well, asked. we know they're getting uniforms. We like. I'm not saying let's put the uniforms to bed, but we asked them about uniforms at the combine, and you're, they're going to get the, you're going to get the same answer you got at the combine today. But we have it now sourced by a couple different people. They're getting new uniforms now. We don't know if Isaiah Simmons is getting his fifth-year option picked up. I'll tell you what I like to see, though. Hollywood Brown's in there getting after it and working, trying to ingratiate himself to this coaching staff, to this administration. He knows he wants a new contract this time mm-hmm. next year. I think that's smart. I don't know if Hollywood's in their plans long-term. I, I, I would love to see Hollywood Brown at every single workout. No doubt about it. Making 13 mil this season. Um, I I was just bringing up some of the the photos and some of the videos from the workouts that they just released because we didn't didn't actually get to get our eyes on who was in there and see if we saw, if I could see it, Isaiah Simmons. Um, Somebody said, Jean-Paul Edward, our guy, said in his IG post, he was working out with Micah Parsons, not the cards. He was with 
Hopkins like a day ago too. So like I think he's yeah, still like in Can Am just run around in the mud. Uh, I would say that's not a good sign. I I think had to, had your boy already had his fifth year option picked up. Maybe he's all smiles. They've wrapped their arms around him. I'm going to say this is the podcast that's told you for months upon months that they do not believe Isaiah Simmons is going to get his fifth year option picked up. Then you've got guys like Devin White, Brock, asking to be traded. Do we do we need to now talk about the value of that position or how it's been devalued? I think that's interesting. Um, what else I think is interesting, Bo Brock? So Kyler Murray's there. He's working out. Um, and, you know, I just I got a little message today. I'm going to share this with the audience here. Uh, the the relationship, JG Kyler Murray is is strong. Let me just say that they are they've it's a, it's off to a good start. Um, so he talks to him every day. Uh, yeah, they're they they know that they they're counting on each other to 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 win and do big things. And I'm not going to say everything else is secondary to that, but we saw firsthand what it was like to have a head coach and a quarterback not get along. Remember the Saints game, the one home game they won. They're barking at each other. Kyler, calm the fuck down. Remember that? <laughs> I, I, I think the that Kyler. I know this has immense respect for Gannon and Petsing and Rallis. And I, I think you're going to see. Well, we're already seeing it. A revitalized Kyler Murray that is out for blood to pl- prove everybody wrong. And I'll tell you what they talked about. Colt McCoy's back and working out. That's good, but. Via our guy Howard Balzer, gophnx.com. He's going to be calling some, what is it, USFL games? Like he's kind of putting his foot into the media game a little bit. Does that concern you at all? It's like, is he going to be the starter for the season or is just K1 going to be the starter come September? I saw that today, Bo Brock, and I'm like, hmm, is that a little strange that the guy who potentially is going to be leading this team in September while Kyler Murray is out is, is going to be a, a color guy? And does that further my narrative? That Kyler Murray could be back like ASAP. <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm I'm looking through all the conspiracy theories. Tinfoil hat Johnny coming out strong right now. I, I I feel better and better. Kyler Murray's gonna be ready sooner than people think. You well, know, I mean, there there's a competition. There's it's not like Colt being the incumbent doesn't mean that he's gonna be just gifted the starting job while Kyler Murray's away, right? So it's gonna be a battle between him and David Blau. Yeah. I didn't even factor that. I didn't even factor that in. I'm so sorry. Like I, I, asked, I cannot. I asked him grasp. straight. I asked Jonathan Gannon straight, straight up. One of my softballs. I just said, "Hey, Jonathan, their quarterback competition between Blau and McQueen says their competition for every spot." Um. So, and, and then you know, you saw. I think that you could even make the case. I, I know Colt. What he was just battered and bruised and beaten up last year. He's going to be another year older. He's going to be 37. Um. You know. The undisclosed, uh, what procedure, right? This off season. So, um, I mean, you know, David Blau could certainly, I could, I could see a path. David I'm not, Blau makes, I'm not makes saying it's great. I don't think it's, uh, it's not good for Cardinals fans, but yeah, the like, magic man I, could stop. pull off I'm the not, biggest trick of his career. And, and that I have PTSD from that hard knocks clip of him doing magic tricks for Cliff Kingsbury when the season was lost <laughs> and the buildings on fire. Uh, I like this more. Han shot first. Dorian Robinson, DTR from UCLA is going to be competing for the backup job. Fuck it. Just start him. They take Dorian Robinson. Start him. Start him week one. I don't care. Did you watch any Pac-12 football? Oh, yeah, of course. I'm a Pac-12 he was guy. chaos. 
He was not consistent. He made a lot of bad passes. David Blau makes me blow my lunch up because I'm not into that for very however disrespectful. We're gonna have Blau and his brother-in-law on the roster next year. Christian Gonzalez. Um, I think if 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 Colt loses out to Blau, then you need to cut Colt McCoy and try to save some cash. There's no point in having Colt McCoy on the roster if he gets beat. If you if you look at them, you should be able to look at them in OTAs and if. Blau looks better than Colt McCoy, or at least comparable. Colt's making decent money. You, you need, I love Colt McCoy. You need to cut Colt McCoy. If you're trying you to save backup. money. If Kyler's not ready, you need a backup for Blau. You need to draft somebody. They're going to draft a quarterback. They're going to draft a quarterback this year that is, that's going to be on the roster. Petsy wants a quarterback. To that play. is a horrible quarterback contingency plan, just so you know. There's... Hey, everybody's I mean, got this team going on. I, don't, I, don't, I anyway. mean, Colt, Colt makes peanuts for quarterbacks. This he's, you making, know. He's, he's making a couple million bucks. Yeah, which is fine. I mean, for, to, Andy Dalton probably makes way more than Colt McCoy. They I, had an fine. opportunity to sign a, a bunch of other players, quarterbacks. They wouldn't sign, uh, what's his name, Joshua Dobbs for what, 1.5? And then Colt McCoy is going to be a backup to Blau making like two or $3 million. And you cut Colt McCoy. We're no, gonna you need a backup. One. I don't want Colt McCoy backing up David Blau. I that what? does nothing for me. What? I know. I'm sorry. It doesn't do anything for you, but it, the organization. I don't want that. <laughs> I know it's like the the least attractive quarterback room, maybe in the history of the game. David Blau. <laughs> oh man, Just you got Blau David Blaine Blau out there doing magic tricks, and you got Colt McCoy at 37 years old. David Blau, can you make my owner disappear for a hot minute? I would love that. Um, After all this conversation, we need Mel Kuyper's mock draft to to revitalize this conversation because this this talk, this yeah, bring in the righty, the gas throwing righty. Because you want to get into you want to. We're doing wanna, a dueling mock draft, though. I thought okay. And let, let's talk about this real quick. Then let's okay. talk about what Mel Kuyper's doing. Uh, okay. So he released his mock draft today. Uh, you can check it out on all our socials, PHNX underscore Cardinals. But this is what he released. He had the Arizona Cardinals trading down with the Tennessee Titans. And uh, this is a bit of a banger. He's got them trading the third overall pick for the 11th overall pick, 41st overall pick, 2024 first rounder, and then either a first or second rounder in 2025. So you could potentially, with the swap, and then 2024 and then potentially 2025, you could be looking at three firsts. Uh, and then what he does with these picks, Cardinals took at 11. You got Tyree Wilson, Texas Tech edge, dropping out of the top 10 to 11. You got the Cardinals selecting TCU wide receiver Quinton Johnston, who uh, met with the team today. And then you've got Michigan defensive lineman Dazi Smith. That would be a fun draft. If, I'm at four, if that happens and we're at four peaks, I might do this for four hours. Somebody else is going to have to broadcast for me. If Quentin, if we get Quentin Johnson at the top of the second, and you know, say what you want about Tyree Wilson, if his Big 12 seven-sack ass is saddled with multiple future firsts, I don't care if he's got one foot. Sign him up. He's our first pick. That is a haul. Good, good, good on you, Mel Kuyper. You're not playing the Albert Breer game of just Cardinals, just give away your good players for free. Right. And trade down, you get a you know a compensatory fifth. Mel Kuyper's playing in the real fucking world where there is a quarterback. <laughs> Good on you, Mel Kuyper. I'm fired up now after seeing that. I saw it this morning. I'm like, fuck yeah, Mel Kuyper. You tell these teams. People will be like, ah, oh, Quinn Johnston. He catches with his body, and then he's a playmaker. 
he was one of the big reasons why Max Duggan went to New York for the Heisman Trophy ceremony. Uh, he's 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 a big bodied wide receiver, speed. Uh, I mean, why not? He would add Albert, diversity Albert, to that wide receiver room. Albert Breer thinks the Cardinals are going to trade down and get a, con- a contingent fourth. That's what they think. They're going to get a fourth round pick. Cardinals are going to go from three to eleven, maybe a fourth and a future seventh. That sounds about fair, Cardinals. That's what you'll get. <laughs> uh, we're going to do. I love that mock. We're going to do our own mock, a dueling mock, and then you guys are going to tell us which one bangs harder. But first, I want to tell you, <laughs> speaking of bangs, hello, Roman. Roman right now, listen, you guys have asked, and I'm going to what tell a you. Segue. What a transition. Up to 50% of men have symptoms that get in the way of wanting or enjoying sex. Do you want a better sex life? If so, you're not alone. But Roman, thankfully, is here to help. Roman is the digital health clinic for men addressing a variety of sexual health needs and offering genuine medication that helps achieve and maintain, get this, a strong erection. Roman offers discreet wipes. Fantastic to help you last. Get this, up to four times longer in bed. Hello? In men with low T, a.k.a. low testosterone, getting your testosterone levels back up to a normal level can help you increase your libido. Roman offers a testosterone test, which, get this, guys and gals, includes lab processing. And if it's appropriate for you, treatment for that low testosterone. This is the best part, right? Do I got to go to a lab? Do I have to sit there for five hours on end? No. There's no waiting rooms. There's no hassle whatsoever. Super straightforward, digital experience from the comfort of your own home. This is 2023. This isn't 1997. If medication or testing is appropriate, Roman will send a package for your package directly to your front door. Everything arrives in a discreet package, free two-day shipping. It's fantastic. We've been asked about it. Roman is the place to be for an increased libido, better sexual health. To learn more about how you can achieve your personal sexual health goals, go to Row.co slash PHNX. Again, row.co slash PHNX to get 20% off your entire first order. Row.co slash PHNX, Bo. Tom Bomb's already calling me a winner in the mock draft off, uh, which I don't think he's wrong there. But uh, whether you're mock drafting, whether you're hanging out at home, watching Netflix, or you got the Fubo TV on, hanging out, watching the D-backs game or Suns playoff game, or you're going to the movies, or you're hanging out poolside, whatever the situation, OGs, you can find an OGs gummy for that scenario. And you can improve whatever you're up to. Uh, OGs gummies, of course, Arizona's favorite cannabis kitchen. They are just Cranking out delicious gummies for anything that you your little heart desires to get into that day. Of course, they've got the uh, indicas, they got the sativas, they've got the nighttime sleepy time gummy that will help put you to sleep and keep you asleep. The aquaberry flavor, it's delicious and effective. But then you got the delicious flavors like the tropical uh, flavors that they have, watermelon, raspberry, orange. How about your orange cream sickle or that strawberries and cream, that happy balance, that one-to-one uh, balance that you're looking for. They've got it for it. OGsBrands.com to learn more about their incredible product line. That's OGbrands.com or check them out on your socials. Got to be 21 years or older, even if you live in Maricopa, you can find a dispensary that has OGs. Check them out in Arizona. Any dispensary you'd like, they're probably carrying the great OGs gummies. The sweet, sweet nectar. Uh, topic 64, 499 Super Chat. Thank you so much, Topic 64. Pre- fe- friend of the program. So we have the potential to pick five players within the first three rounds. I would say right now, uh, that's the minimum. 
Uh, so they've got a first, a second, and two-thirds, the compensatory third from Christian Kirk. Um, yes, that's the minimum. I would expect many more. Uh, and we'll see if we can secure many more. Dueling mock draft using the PFF simulator, PFF Brad, PFF simulator. Let's do it. Bo Brock, I'm going to give you the opportunity. Bo is going to go first. Okay. I'm going to share, I'm gonna share my screen. All you right. Tell, I'm, I'm just like your – God, your if man. you pick any of the players that I'm I, not. I'm not going to sabotage Johnny, Johnny tried to drive last time. I know. I'm driving. That, I'm fine. I'm fine. I think that's why, that's why the person DM'd me. They said Johnny has to be stopped, so let's at least do dueling mock drafts so we can get your thoughts on it. You guys tell me when you can see my screen. Bo Brock is on the wheel to begin this first mock draft. All right, let's do this. Cardinals, seven-round mock draft. Let's get in there, Johnny. Um, I'm going to, of course, I think that the Cardinals should trade down. So let's take a look at uh, which teams want to make a deal. So we've got the Seahawks there. Now screw the Seahawks. I'm not going to help them get better today. Let's look at who else is offering a trade in my uh, my mock draft here. So are you, are you going to click on the teams? Yeah, I got – well, no, here. Which team do you want to look at? Raiders, Falcons? Yeah, give Texas? me the Raiders. I want to stay okay. in, the, in the top ten. I want to pull okay. up the trade in the top ten. So, of okay. course, seven's got to be there. A round one in 2024. Give me a okay. round one. Let's Let's get – Let's get crazy. Give me a round one. Okay, take that off. <laughs> Let, give me the second round pick. Okay. Uh, give me the, the second round pick next year. Ooh. Let's pull it this off. This trade will not be accepted. You got it. You got almost a 30% chance. I, I'm not going to tell you what to do. You do you, my friend. Okay. Give me the third round pick this year. Not accepted. Did you submit it? No, it's telling me down here. It okay. Will not be all, right, all right. All right. I'm trying to help you, bro. I, I appreciate that. Okay. Let's uh, pull it. Just submit that trade. That's not enough. Well, you could do like this. Sneaky, sneaky. Yeah. Give it to add me. Add a couple. Add a couple dimes here. There you all go. All right. We got it done. Traded down with the Raiders. I got the second round pick. I got their first next year. I got a fourth and a fifth next year. Let's go. Let's go to work. So oh, no. Christian oh, no. Gonzalez just went off the board in front of me. Will Anderson Jr. just went off. I've got Jalen Carter. I've got Devin Witherspoon, Peter Skaronsky, Tyree Wilson on the board. Give me the instinctive physical cornerback out of the Big Ten. Devin Witherspoon, you are an Arizona Cardinal. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. I like it. You got a premium position right out of the gates. Uh, back on the board here. Man. Kincaid out of Utah fell very far down the board. Um, now that I got the defensive secondary, I've addressed that. Now I've got to start to address my defensive line. Uh, Uzumoa out of Kansas State. Yep. He's an edge I like. Ujulari is a good little edge. Let's go with the kid out of K-State. Felix. Felix the cat. All right, so here I'm using my second second round pick that I got from the Raiders deal. Um, Tanner, Tanner McKee. We we should ask Brad why they love Tanner McKee. <laughs> Tanner McKee, always there, always available. Uh, oh, would you let's look at uh, some offensive linemen here? Give me some ta- sure. some. Let me look at some talk tackles and some interior offensive linemen. Sure, let's let's filter here. Uh, Steve Avilia is yeah, the top I'll, rated. Put him on. You are a Cardinal. Okay, I like it. 
going to be a tough mock to beat, but I will definitely well, do it. I I'm feel better. like I'm just kind of in the zone right now. Go back <laughs> to that. I want to see which centers are available. Well, right we here. just lost Whipler. Uh, yeah, he went that, 65. That, that that's uh, that's one that made me slam the table in my war room. Uh, I'm beside myself pissed. Whipler went off the board. Can you put up the interior offensive line? So I've got the kid out of Wisconsin who uh, looks like he hasn't seen some Clippers for far <laughs> too long. Uh, but let's do it. Let's let's go with. Uh, Joe Tippman, he's going to yeah. demand a free breakfast. If he doesn't yeah. get one at the Cardinals <laughs> facility, he's going to re- resort to violence. That That's going to be, it's going to be a problem for Michael Bidwell. If, if old Joe doesn't get a free breakfast, our guy, our guy picking spreads, all caps is keyboard. Either his caps lock is stuck or oh, no. he's losing it. All right, let's, uh, let's get into, uh, can I look at some edge rushers? I need some edge rushers. Well, didn't you take you took one already? I know, I but I need some more uh, edge okay. love. Um, can, I, can I interest you in a defensive end from Missouri? I, I like KJ Henry more out of Clemson. I think is that the pick? Yeah, it's good. Is that I like that you're going. I like you're going big schools. Can I just say that I may not love Thanks, the players man. that you're taking, but I I don't like small school bullshit with this team. So yeah. kudos on you. Let's give me the kid out of the NC State here, the guard, Chandler Zavala. You're, Continue you're my, to just into my heart, man. The trenches here. I like it. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pulling I'll off be, here. I'm I'm objective. Hold on. I like, it, I like your mock draft so far. I got a phone call. Monty? Yeah, I can I can start work tomorrow. Absolutely. <laughs> can I have a free sandwich? Can you, can I, <laughs> How many picks do I have left? Account? You've got uh three picks remaining, 168, 180, and 213. All right. Uh, there's tremendous value here. If I wanted to just kind of manipulate the PFF grading system, I could take a guy like Johnson Jr., a safety out of Iowa State, or a Corey Trice, a corner out of Purdue. Um, I will. I'll take some defensive second. Give me, give me Trice out of Purdue. I like it. Although no running back yet, Bull Brock. You care to explain yourself? Yeah. Let's see who's 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 available. Kind of, kind of weak, everybody. Uh, I've, <laughs> I've ignored the running back position. Still, some interesting names there. Oh, look at uh, Valaday all the way at the bottom. And I think he'll probably be an undrafted free agent. Yeah, he's uh, picked th- <laughs> ranked three eighty four. Don't let Shane Devenbach see that. Ah <laughs> uh, man, uh, hey, this this is pretty good value right there. Yeah, give me give me Johnson Jr. at Iowa State. I've got one more pick left, correct? Yeah. Yeah. You can do whatever the hell you want with it. Yeah. So I like I like to go either let's look at the cornerback or the quarterback position. Okay. Oh no, there's, it's your there's boy. Stetson right there. Yeah. Or let's look at the middle linebacker position. Ooh. Let's do that. Uh scroll down a little bit. Sure. They inter- they they worked out D Winters I think yeah and they just give out- me Stetson let's just pull the trigger Stetson, Stetson. saw him throughout the ceremonial first pitch for the Braves showed off a little bit of a, a little rocket arm so All let's right. see well, what I get uh, I I didn't hate it I didn't hate it let's you see loved if it. Hate it there there I wasn't and I agree with the chat there wasn't a whole lot of love on the in the interior of the defensive line and that's something that finding out though that 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 position group isn't that great no it's not they're grading my draft what do we got overall here 
You I got, got an eight, eight for the trade. I look at my eight. I mean, this is the anti-team report card grades. <laughs> a plus, A plus, A plus, A plus. What's my overall grade? I can't see the logos in the way. It's an A plus. It's an A plus. Look at that. All right, All right Johnny. So both, what do you got, buddy? Don't let this skew your decision, chat. Um, you know, drafts are subjective. Um, and so, you know, we we won't really know for a couple years out, but it's a nice haul for Bo Brock. Your boy's on the clock here. Did you save uh, my mock draft or you just it's gone getting, forever? It is gone forever. We'll take a screen capture of it okay. after the fact. We'll, we'll take this YouTube everybody video. just everybody just take, you know, take it in this into stride what Bo did. <laughs> Johnny's on the clock. It's time to get nuts. Uh, we like to get nuts. I'm not trading up. Bryce Young, CJ Stroud go one, two. Your boy's going to trade down. Um, I'm going to look at a team like the Detroit Lions because I think there's an outside shot. I could still get Will Anderson Jr. Should I trade down this far? Um, so I'm going to get six, and I'm going to ask for 18. And right now, they're saying that it's got a 55% chance to be accepted. Now, I don't... I don't know how realistic this is, mm-hmm. but but what's your opinion on this? What do you think about that? Is that so enough by itself? You you would get an extra first this year. This year, uh, if I, I love I love it. Um, I hope it doesn't happen for the sake of my draft holding up against yours. Okay, so I'm gonna ask for six, eighteen, and a third next year, and a future third. Let's see if I can get it here. They said no. I'm gonna take off a pick in 2025. Offer it again. Trade accepted. So Johnny has a future third from Detroit, but I got two ones this year. Let's ride. Let's go, baby. Buckle up. Shit. Will Anderson Jr. right <laughs> before me. Uh, We're basically I, in the same boat, right? Uh, right. Yes. Same guys on the board for the most part. Jalen Carter, yeah. Devin Witherspoon, Skaronsky. Look at this face. I just can't trust this face. Um, Skaronsky at six is too rich. I'm going to get downgraded if I take Christian Gonzalez. I like Gonzalez more than Witherspoon. Um, he's going to be my pick. I'm going to pick him. I love uh, it. I wish yeah. Gonzalez was on the board. I would have had the same, probably made the same decision. Ooh, oh, my this gosh. Is, this is real tasty for your boy. Can't see uh, yeah. defensive line from Pittsburgh. Have you seen his workouts? Freak show. Now, this is tempting also. Darnell White right here out of Tennessee, who uh, absolutely stonewalled Will Anderson Jr. But how is he? What's the scattering report as far as sliding in the DMs? Not great. Uh, no. <laughs> not great. But look at this. I got a couple offensive linemen prospects here at pick 34. Anton Harrison, Dewan Jones, Tanner McKee, of course, is hanging around, slumming around as he's known to do. Uh, I'm going to go, man, it's temp- I'm going to go just the best tackle available. Harrison out of Oklahoma, Kyler Murray, he can be best friends. Maybe they can room together. Man, I'm just getting elite value all over this mock draft. Embarrassing Bo Brock every step away. Pick <laughs> uh, 66 now. I don't get those precious extra twos and threes that Bo got, but I did get two first-round talents this year. Uh, Nathaniel Dell, he's he's very small. He's not very Tank. big. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go into your offensive line, see what I can scrounge up. That's not terrible value, although you'd like to see something a little bit higher. How about a running back here? Uh, how about not? Not really liking what I'm seeing there. <laughs> I got a defense. Let's edge rusher, maybe. Uh, Wisconsin edge rushers. I don't know. That, that, I'm not seeing the value. Receiver. Are you eh. poo pooing JJ Watt, the, <laughs> the school that produced one of the greatest edge rushers in history of the game? I'm going to steal something from you. I'm going to take the kid out of uh, North 
Carolina State. I, this is a little bit of an overdraft, but I like him, and I like interior offensive linemen at the your, top. Of the your round. grades are going to get crushed on that one. I know, but I like the player, and I'm not going to force it. I'm not taking undersized Higgins corners. is slamming He's, his keyboard that you passed on the Army edge rusher under yeah, well, uh, the second. I'm going to salute you and say I'm passing on him uh, moving forward. <laughs> Hodges Tomlinson here is my pick, 59 ranked at 96. Hell yes. Get a kid that played in the national championship. Coming back at pick 105, which is basically like a third-round pick. You love to see it. Um, so Anthony Johnson Jr., that's good value. I'm going to go Dwayne McBride. This is uh, where my draft is going to separate itself from Johnny's draft. Mm. This is where I I put up just unbelievable scores, and he's he's struggling to finish this thing out. I'm not struggling. You keep interrupting me. <laughs> All right, I'm I'm taking the edge rusher from uh, Missouri, Isaiah okay. McGuire. Um, I'm beefing up our front. I got a defensive tackle, which you ignored, and I got an edge rusher. <laughs> Hell yes, and I have a tackle, and I have a guard. I do not have a center, so I'm looking into center in the fifth round. Maybe there's a value pick for me to explore. Johnny need filler over here. That's all you're doing. I'm, you're just filling uh, needs, checking boxes. Man, this is. Did you get your center yet? I don't. I don't no, mind the don't, uh, kid out of Penn State. Have... I don't have a center. Let's take a look what we got going here. Don't tell me what to do. I'm going to pick my own <laughs> players. Yeah, we're going to take the kid out of Penn State because I wanted to, not because you said I had to. Uh, <laughs> is this the greatest mock draft of all time? It's about to be. I don't want to copy ball, but this is too good a value pick. This kid at the worst, is can, he can play special teams. Reminds me of Rashad Johnson, former Arizona Cardinals safety. Super smart, high intellect. Cardinals, they scout Purdue. Uh, Rondell Moore, once upon a time in the second round, uh, I'm going to see if DTR, my boy at quarterback, is still available. He is not. The rest of these quarterbacks gross me out. No, thank you. I don't want any part of them. Uh, I'm going to look at a running back here. Uh, this kid, I, I remember watching this kid vaguely. I watched Th- Thomas out of Utah, a hot man. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's going to come, and he's going to be my last pick. My draft has concluded. I think it's steamrolled Bull Brock. He got an A-plus from Pro Football Focus, which is egregious. We'll see what happens to me here. Again, you tell us after we see this grade – what you think, who won the dueling mock drafts between Bo Brock, Johnny Venerable. Producer Jacob, can we get a poll? I have already submitted right. a poll in the chat. All right, perfect. All right. I mean, <laughs> oh, this this is bullshit right here. That That's bullshit. Also, that's I told bullshit you, Zavala, right he was going to get a bad grade. D plus. All right, so I got an A. Bo got an A plus because he played the hits. Um, oh, this wow. Is, this is my, I, I feel, number one corner, impact defensive lineman. Right tackle slash left left tackle, impact guard, uh, secondary corner to Gonzalez. I got an edge rusher. I took a center late. Um, I'm not trying to fill every need, but I'm also I don't have the benefit of future picks like Bo did. So you have to keep that in mind. So now, yeah. I, I think that the trade I pulled off with uh with the Raiders set not only did I ace this draft, but potential to ace future drafts where I don't think right. you set that up. Well, I have to be convinced that Cansey is a generational prospect that I'm not going to have a chance to draft next year. And he was the 13th overall player, but I'm with you. I think your scenario is a little bit more realistic because I don't think the Cardinals want to operate in a sandbox of a bunch of picks this year and not next year. So, um, yeah, I'm already seeing it. Sorry, Johnny. Bo had the better draft. Johnny, don't look at the poll. All right. <laughs> I thought I could trust you all. Now I'm going to make you you guys buy me drinks now at 4 p.m. 
party. That was fun. We'll do it again. The dueling mock drafts. The first. We're gonna one do another dueling one. We we can certainly do that. I I also want to do one. Maybe we'll even do it this week where you and I collaborate on a stick and pick draft because we haven't done that. We always trade down because we're pretty convinced that that's what's gonna happen. Uh, what Monty Austin Ford's eventually gonna do. Uh, Johnny. Oh, can we uh, can we for kick, not kicking spreads spread. out of the chat? I, th- I think he's gone too far. I think his picking spreads is a draft savant, and I agree with his take. I really his, do his trust his insight. Count tenfold. That's why so, I want him out. He's he's gone. Uh, um, yeah. So I. What's the what, the poll? Do we have the poll results? By the way, I was wondering how long you guys wanted me to let this go, but Bo's kicking your ass. Yeah, Johnny. just call it off. Call off the fight. I will end the poll right now, uh, uh-huh. and with a dominating. 74 percent oh of the my god you guys oh my Bo, god well there's a random one percent that didn't get accounted for Bo had 74 percent johnny had 25 percent i don't know where the last one, percent went that 1%. tells me cardinal fans they want a tr- future ones they don't want uh i thought two ones would be fun this year i guess you guys only I, have I don't disagree with that I can don't you imagine having two kind of shat the, your pants like later don't, in the draft, uh, don't <laughs> uh, go to gophnx.com, become a diehard and tune out Bo Brock. Listen to our guy, Howard Balzer, promo code PHNX, promo code Howard, H-O-W-A-R-D. Boosty saying Johnny should have traded down from six. We had a rule. We didn't announce it. We only get one trade down. Uh, better luck next week, Johnny. We will do this every week leading up to the draft. Bo wins the inaugural. Then we'll have one next week. And then if, if it calls for it, the best out of three. So you need to vote for mine. Next week, so we can do a, a third. But just pick better. I mean, I, all right, pick better picks. I'm going to take Tan, Tanner McKee in the second round next time. You, are you, you're probably going to get a call from Fox, just like Steve Kime, like, "Hey, Johnny, would you want to join our draft coverage? We got Kime, <laughs> we got other brilliant minds like yourself." <laughs> don't put me in that bed. Don't put me. Don't put me in that bed. That category. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't work that hard to get. You know disrespected like that. yeah well i i, I earned uh, my seat in in the main like recliner here at uh phnx sports we got the uh full recliner section out there but i get the best one because of my mock draft for more furniture you can get yourself a legit recliner right now for less than 500 dollars. they got the digital doorbusters going on morefurniture.com you don't want to miss out on these plus they've got their spring sale going on where you can save on financing uh, you don't want to miss out. Check what's going on at More Furniture. The spring savings, you get the free white glove delivery with minimum purchase just under 1000 bucks. Check out what they have. Bolster your living room, your, your bedroom, dining room, your kids' room, your office entertainment setups. You can do it with more furniture. Like what I was able to pull off with the PFF draft simulator, you can do to your bedroom, your living room. You can make all the right decisions with more furniture assisting you along the way. 72 months, you can get up to 72 months interest-free financing. Uh, check out what's going on, morefurniture.com. Do it right now. Uh, Dylan saying, I'm ready for an emergency pot. Brother, we've been ready all off-season, and they haven't given us a reason to do an emergency pot. Um, Anton Harrison, though, the tackle I just took, by the way, atop the second round, visiting with the Cardinals today. How about that? Very nice. How about that? Um, we're visiting with you all the rest of this week. Uh, like and subscribe. <laughs> Leave us a five star wherever you get your podcast. Great stuff from our guy Brad at, P- at Pro Football Focus, breaking down DeAndre Hopkins. You know, we're waiting on uniforms, waiting on a D Hop trade, waiting on a trade down, but we're waiting on all of you also to go to your phones, smart devices right now. 
click that follow button, PHNX Cardinals, wherever you get your podcast. Coming off our biggest month, we're going to make April our biggest month year over year because of all of you. If you have not done so already, go to our Twitters right now, at Bo Brock, at Johnny Venerable, RSVP for the PHNX Cardinals draft party, April 27th at Four Peaks in Tempe. For Bo Brock, I'm Johnny Venerable. We're back tomorrow. Peace.